Hello and welcome to Laughing Labia with Catherine Allen and Alice Frick. So Laughing Labia is a show that celebrates female comedians of all shapes and sizes and backgrounds. It's the best. And this month's topic is actually global warming. Why is it still cold? Which is Alice's subject. <laughs> I don't think it is still cold. Well, it could be warmer for this time of the month. This time of the month, but I don't know if you were here last summer. It was pretty damn hot. It was banging. So we hope we get some uh, banging facts from Catherine Allen as the scientists of the show. So we have an amazing mix of comedy for the show that are coming up. So it's, as always, a mix of our live show and some studio talk. In the live show, we, funny enough, had quite a lot about men spreading. There were two comedians that were talking about that. It's like the earth warming up with global warming. The legs <laughs> are spreading wider and wider every year by a degree. That actually works too because angles are in degrees. So if you measure the spread of the legs in angles... Okay, you made the connection to the men spreading on global warming. That's right. Before we release the first fact of our global warming, we go to our first comedian. Who is? She is Barbara Brownskirt. I love Barbara Brownskirt from my hometown. She is from Penn, she that is, is correct. Penn. I see her often at the bus stop, the 197 bus stop, <laughs> one of many 197 bus stops, but the one just around the corner from where I live, actually. She's the poet in residence at the 197 bus stop. Have fun with Barbara Bronskirt. Good evening, ladies and non-ladies. My name is Barbara Brownskirt, poet of the South London people and poet in residence of the 197 bus stop on Croydon Road in Penge. As I said, I am a poet... And I'm going to be begin tonight with a religious poem from volume 11, Furry Purses. In the beginning, there was the word, and it was Judy. Judy, 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 Dench. Ten hours I stood there. You walked past me on the red carpet. I was on the pavement, not red, but grey. I watched you go by with yet another sigh. Judy, 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 Judy. Dench, your smile and crinkly, twinkly eyes. Your little hairstyle high on your head. Sexy grandma. <laughs> to me, you are wife material. Denchy, 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 Judy. How you make me want to clenchy. <laughs> and I would like to travel my hand over your wobbly belly to cup the young denchy, thirsty, drenchy. A cup full of dench, quenched, time all spent. Judy, 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 dench. Next poem is from volume 18, Journeys on a One Day Travel Card. And it's inspired on a tube where a man 
sat with his legs so wide open, there was no room for me to sit comfortably and enjoy my sandwiches. (laughs) And this poem is called Fabergé Eggs. Fabergé eggs, Fabergé eggs, Fabergé eggs between your legs. Mind the gap, mind the gap, mind the gap in your lap. (laughs) Little pillows of life, balls I won't play with. You with wires in your ears, playing music along with your exposure and your suit, shiny, all cheap. My knees are pressed together, tightly packed gherkins in a jar for two. Your arms are on both armrests, claiming your throne. I make myself smaller, small, sm, sm. <laughs> Invisible, you'd rather I was gone so you can be full of gaps, cutting shapes with the open scissors of your legs. My elbow presses yours, a hint, and you pretend not to notice but you notice where my legs open (laughs) and my knee presses against yours and we sit there in the rush hour, knee on knee. Emmeline Pankhurst would be proud of me. (laughs) Both our legs open, all on the underground and I don't stop until you shut your scissors and stand up at bank where your hot throne is quickly filled by a woman who crosses her legs. Fabergé eggs, Fabergé eggs, Fabergé eggs between your legs. Right, that's it. Thank you. Join the poetry revolution. Come to Penge. Buy my poetry. (laughs) I love this so much. Come to Penge. (laughs) Buy my poetry. In all seriousness, people should come to Penge. I... I think Penge is pretty special, I'm not going to lie. And Penge, it's quite a funny word for English-speaking people, right? Not normally. Well, we have flange, we have minge, we have whinge. Minge, penge. We have tinge. Whinge. Lover. Um, yeah. And the man spreading Fabergé eggs. I'm not even actually sure I know what Fabergé eggs are. I think they're the ones that are, like, coloured and then they've got, like... Oh, no, I don't really know. Easter they, like, patterned eggs. eggs. So I look it up on Google. What do you see? I don't Ooh, see it. It's like, it's a jeweled egg created by the House of Fabergé in St. Petersburg. A jeweled Just egg? Just a jeweled egg. What the hell? Do you want to know how much it's worth? Whoa! Oh, wow. If she's got Fabergé eggs between her legs, I what am going there. What is that? $9.58 million for a Fabergé egg. So to move on from the Fabergé eggs, Fabergé eggs, what is our first little bite for global warming and why is it not getting warmer why well because global warming is like the average temperature of the earth over time which is increasing that is fact increasing the greenhouse effect is the main problem here so what what, what is happening in a, in a healthy earth is that the sunlight comes down hits the earth it heats stuff up on the earth then the earth radiates that away a bit like when you're walking along and you feel the heat on a pavement in the summer you know, when you can feel how warm the pavement is after a hot day. So the whole earth does that. It radiates the heat back out. And usually in a healthy atmosphere, most of that heat escapes. Some of it stays in, but most of it escapes. But when you release a lot of greenhouse gases, it's kind of like having a load of glass, being in a glass house, that a lot of the heat that gets re-radiated doesn't escape. It stays in the earth's atmosphere and that causes the earth to heat up. So you have this effect going on. 
Um, but as part and parcel of that effect, you have climate change. So that affects things like ice melting in the in the poles. It affects the currents in the oceans. It affects everything. Um, and in, as a result, you have crazy weather patterns forming. You have longer, more extreme droughts, uh, extreme uh, rainfall, uh, extreme cold, more extreme weather, basically. This is exactly what we've been seeing, even just in the UK, where probably things are kind of nice. Extreme politics, that's what you get. That's what that, you get. That is what you get. Global warming. Political that's... warming. <laughs> you think it's the politicians? It's all the hot air they're putting out, right? Okay. The next comedian is Lily Phillips. She's a great comedian. She has a fantastic set about moon cups, actually. She didn't do it this time. But if you want to catch her and see her live, she is worth seeing and listening to. I'm born and bred Londoner, so things happen to you in London. It makes you an arsehole. It's not my fault. Like, the other day I was going to a gig, and um, it was quite late at night, and I saw this guy, I caught sight of this guy just taking a piss on the side of the road, um, and our eyes sort of locked, um, <laughs> which is never a good thing. <laughs> I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to. It just happened. And I immediately looked away and just carried on walking. And then I hear him calling out, and he's like... Oh, I'm so sorry you saw that. I really didn't mean to. I just really needed to go. I'm really sorry. What is that? So inappropriate. And I was like, oh, actually, you know, that's quite nice that he does something, isn't it? He wasn't just like, oh, fuck it. I'm just going to wee and I don't give a shit. Like, he actually had some kind of conscience about it. So I turned back and I was like, okay, it's fine. Don't worry about it. It's cool. It's cool. And there was a pause. And then he said, so what are you doing later? <laughs> That's London. That is London. So we're married now. Uh, who needs Tinder? You've got that, you know? Um, so it's, it's good to get out of London sometimes. Like I've been doing some gigs outside of London. Like I was in, um, I was in Edinburgh for the festival. Was anyone there? No, no one cares? Just the comedians? <laughs> good. It's uh, it's a a comedy festival. It's quite famous, Um, uh, and it was good. It was nice to be outside London. Uh, But one of the drawbacks about being in Scotland um, is obviously the sound of the bagpipes, Um, because that is horrific. Uh, It's horrific. Uh, But one day, actually, in Edinburgh, I saw a female um, bagpiper. Unusual, isn't it? You don't see that. You don't see that. And you know, I'm a feminist. I believe in equality. But I just think maybe that's one area. We don't need to strive for equality. Yeah. Just let the bagpipes die with the patriarchy. That's fine. That's fine. Look, I'm, just, I'm just saying, like, if your period pains had a sound... Yeah. ...is what they'd be like. I really hate the bagpipes. They are really a bad invention. Do you, you would not do a song with it? No, I would not do a song with bagpipes. I would avoid listening to bagpipes every opportunity I had. If you were able to stop climate change by doing a loop song on the bagpipes... <laughs> no, not worth it. <laughs> Who is our next comedian? So our next comedian is our exotic Mancunian, uh, Leslie Kershaw. Yeah, she hear, is Should we from... hear Leslie? She, we shall hear her. She, do you want to say she's from Manchester? Because she's from Manchester. People will understand what Mancunian is. Do you, what is Mancunian? Mancunian is someone who comes from Manchester. Really? Yeah. A mank. Mancul? It sounds like a religious... Um, she just did mank in a Liverpudlian accent. Mank? Mank? She's from Manchester. It's, I love the accent, but I don't understand it. <laughs> 
I hope you can get the accent. If you need in a minute, think Coronation Street and you'll be there. You'll be with me. Are you all right? Are you all okay? I can see you looking at me. You're thinking, God, how old is she? She's getting on a bit. Hey, it's hard to tell with these butch lesbians, isn't it? I could be 16 or 60. <laughs> we all dress like lads. You've got no idea, have you? I'm not long out of hospital. Oh, thank you very much. I have. I've had it all whipped out. I've had a hysterectomy. It's all gone. And when I went in, they said to me, right, Leslie, make sure you bring your slippers, your dressing gown, your toiletries, and a nighty. Do I look like the kind of woman who wears a nighty? <laughs> Just have that image in your head, me in a fucking nighty. Hey? <laughs> eh? And I'm not, I am not joking. I had to have a nighty. So no, you'll need a, you'll need a nighty. You're having an up and downy. I thought, fucking hell, I'm really intelligent, you know. I know we're from the north. We don't sound very clever, but believe me, we fucking are. We're really clever. I was like, should know but you're going up and down with your surgery, not across. You'll need a nighty. I'm like, Jesus, you try and get a nighty without a cartoon panda on the front. <laughs> it's true. It's true. And it was years ago. I was in British home stores. No wonder the place was closed down. It was the palace of fucking nighties. I've never seen so many nighties in my life, having never shot for them before. It's like, oh, God. Anyway, got on my stuff, got on the ward. And you're feeling vulnerable, aren't you, when you're in hospital? You're thinking, you know, should I be out or not? I needn't have bothered. Come visiting time, I've got two friends who do the butch fam. It was like the Adams family go lesbo. Should have seen them. They look like Morticia and Gomez coming up the ward. I'm sat up in bed looking like Uncle Fester. I've got a stripy night, it was awful. A bit like your top there. Oh, it's dreadful. And they all brought me one present. Fruit. Fucking fruit. Now, in the north, we don't do fruit. I know you have your five a day, don't it? We don't do it. Unless it's a banana chopped up with some custard on it. It's your afters. It's a little pudding. Okay, so let's do, should we do our um, question of the, of the month? We every month ask our comedians one question or get them to comment on something in particular. And what was it this month, Alice? Climate change. Oh. <laughs> Global warming. Yeah. Oh, so we hear the question on the... Yeah, we. Okay. I think we do. Let's okay, see. Let's, let's find out. Apparently, cow fats have a big impact on climate change. Did you know that? Yeah, so my question is, how would you convince cows to change their way to protect the planet? I thought that was brilliant. <laughs> so, so I just throw the mic to the comedians. We record this live, so don't fuck it up. <laughs> so, and be funny. <laughs> okay. So here we go. I well, first, I'm going to say I'm not a comedian. I'm, I am a drag king performer. So if it's not funny, boom. Um, I would say fart out glitter. Oh, I like At that. least things would look sparkly. Yeah. Might Woo. not solve it, but, you know, it'd be looking glamorous. Wow, that is great. She came on stage and put me off stage. <laughs> I told them they should stay sitting here. <laughs> so, Pauline, what do you have to I'm say? I'm not moving. There's chocolate on this table, so Good. I'm going to stay right here. Hello, I'm Pauline. Um, I was thinking that maybe... Um, when my husband farts, he said it doesn't count if it's under the duvet cover. So I'm thinking a big, a big duvet cover over the field, and then it can just disperse underneath. Nice. Apparently, that's how it works. <laughs> yeah, we like that. He's full of shit. 
Uh, hi again. Uh, well, I think the worst thing you could do with farts is hold them in. So I definitely <laughs> wouldn't recommend that they hold them in because the longer you hold it in, the more dangerous what comes out is and probably really bad for the environment. Yeah. So just be free like all the male cows. <laughs> Are they bulls? That's bulls. <laughs> yeah, just be free. Fart whenever you like. Good. Cows. Thanks. We go with that. Yeah, all the male cows. I didn't. I didn't even <laughs> realize that. Bulls. New word learned. <laughs> I, so being uh, northern, I am free and easy with my bodily functions. A bit like your husband. Very comfortable <laughs> with it. I'm being a bit sort of weird as well. I actually googled last night about cows farting. So actually, the burping releases more methane than farting. Apparently. It's true, it's a true fact, it's a true fact. And, and with global warming, I would encourage them to fart and burp as much as they can and get like a big sheet and, and you then, like a balloon, hot air balloon, you could float up on it and then you could travel, in, you know, using the gas like green travel. And you kind of, you know, that was what I was thinking about last night about half ten and I was Googling it. <laughs> I told you we're clever up north. We're really fucking smart. That is brilliant. <laughs> um, I am Barbara Brownsker and I am a poet, so I'd recommend poetry for the cows. Um, also, um, peppermints. So feed them polo mints, uh, pineapples, and um, my ex-girlfriend Susan had no wind um, because she ate miso soup. Good. Yes, Barbara Branscott, miso soup it is. Um, yeah, hi, I'm Sophie Mackay. Um, so I thought this question might be a bit sexist. Like, surely uh, male cows fart as well? Or is it all bullshit? <laughs> yeah, brilliant, brilliant. Now, that was an amazing question, wasn't it? It was a really amazing question. What I thought of. Yeah, that is the scientific question that uh, Catherine came up with. <laughs> Those cows, I, I think it is a good point because I think maybe we could use the gases in a different way. We could catch them in a balloon as they come out. Yeah, or use it use for airplanes. For, yeah, but we'd still have to catch them in balloons as they come out. Or would we just connect the, the cows directly up with the aeroplanes? Just have the, the farts going directly into the plane so there'd oh, be strings be connecting the aeroplanes that are all connected yeah. to cows. I mean, as a plane goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just waiting for the next fart to come over. Just be like all these tubes just draping across the planet, getting dragged back and forth. But that is the future, right? You invent something new with something that could destroy it. Okay, so next comedian is Sophie McKay. I'm 28, very much single. Now, I am perfectly fine with this, promise. But um, girls do whatever the fuck they want in 2019, am I right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but my mum doesn't so much think this way, and she's always filled with really unhandy advice to try and, like, fix the problem. Like, recently I lost half a stone, was super proud of myself. I was like, mum, I've lost half a stone, don't I look good? Uh, to which she just replied, well, it'd be nice if you could lose a stone, though. Thanks, mum, I know. I know, it's harsh, she's super northern, super blunt. Like, today I told her, I was like, oh, um, I've got this gig this evening, um... Did you wish me luck? No, she just turned around and was like, oh, have you started talking about your tiny little hands yet? Because <laughs> they are hilarious. 
Thanks, Mum. So that's the kind of advice that she always has for me. So like recently, I was just about to take the dog out for a walk. And as I was leaving, she was like, oh, before you go out, why don't you put some eyeliner on? Just put some eyeliner on, you know, just in case. <laughs> oh, just in case what, Mum? Well, you never know who you're going to meet. Well, it's 1pm on a Wednesday afternoon. I think the only people who are going to be in the park are little old ladies or crackheads. <laughs> and unless I want some worse originals or heroin, I think I'm okay. But anyway, just to please her, I put some eyeliner on and off I went. And I'm not going to lie, for the first time, her advice actually seemed to work. It really did make the dog's eyes pop. <laughs> he looked fantastic. He had a great time. Did you get some tips from your mum as well this week? <laughs> Did I? I don't know, did you? I don't think so. No, she's gone on holiday. She's busy. Okay. You're free from... I'm free! Don't say that because she'll listen to it and then she'll be really upset. Okay. I'm not free from my mum, Alice. How dare you say such a thing? I miss her well, horribly every hour. <laughs> Where am I trying to ring her now? Hello, mum. So I think before we get to our last final comedian, Pauline Eyre, we might do another... <gasps> Quiz. My speciality is the quiz. I am very successful with coming up with amazing questions. <laughs> and in fairness, your questions were the inspiration for my uh, question for the comedians. Was it the hottest February since A, 1990, B, since records began, or C, since January? <laughs> B and C. B is since records began and C is since January. No, that is wrong. <laughs> Almost, yes. It was B. She's correct. Now, if you listen to the show properly, you will be able to answer this question. Okay. Who's, don't shout it out before I'm done, okay? <laughs> Whose farts are bad for climate change? A, humans, B, cows, or three, birds? B, yeah, that was correct. <laughs> but, but, you know what? I googled it today. I googled, do you think birds can fart? Yeah. What? Loads of birds can fart? Yeah, because I googled it, can birds fart? <laughs> That's what I did in the morning, yeah. <laughs> It's really interesting because birds can, can theoretically fart, but they don't fart. They have the physical ability, but they don't fart. But, you know, sharks fart. <laughs> yeah. Sharks fart to move upwards and downwards. No, really. Really, I googled this. This is true. <laughs> What even made you think, do birds fart? No, I was just looking for alternati alternatives. Because to I thought I have to... Un to well, February, you thought, oh, no, no, February, no. what else? Can oh, birds. Uh, do birds fart? No, the question was, cows. who farts? Yeah. Human farts, cows farts, or other things. And then I, th then I looked out of the window and I thought birds. And then I thought birds. <laughs> <laughs> and then I googled it. Not plastic it. bags, because quite often outside your window there's plastic bags, isn't there? Like, yeah. Oh, plastic bags. The plastic bags fart. They fart. Yeah. No. That's how they get so high up. <laughs> Actually, somebody had birthed as well. We all sang happy birthday. This is your birthday? <laughs> Tomorrow. Oh, come here, come here. We sing, happy birthday to you, happy birthday dear. Yeah, yeah, yes. Katie. Katie, happy birthday to you. Woo! 
I just want to plug if, any, <laughs> if anyone wants to book me for birthday singing songs, I am bookable. Bookable. I'm pretty free as well. <laughs> yeah. Just going through her diary as we speak, fingering That's through the diary. Empty for now, so empty. please call anytime. <laughs> so let's get on to the next comedian, which is Pauline Eyre. Pauline Eyre, she is 52 years old and she has her set about menopause and how she's irritated by everything. I got on the train, right? This guy sat down next to me. He did the biggest man spread. He sat down like this. He just pushed my legs out of the way. Why do men, why do some men, sorry, why do, hashtag not all men, why? I'm genuinely interested to know why they do this because my, am I right, everybody? This is widespread, is it not? This is widespread. Take your time. That one's a little easy. <laughs> but is this, is this, look, I understand that for some men, the reason they do, I understand that for some men, the width of his knees is in direct proportion, you know, to the size of his ego. <laughs> but here's the thing. Have you ever noticed? They never do it to each other. Ever noticed that? You might get two men sitting next to each other. They might have their knees apart, but they never touch. It's almost as though they're afraid, isn't it? Afraid that their Y chromosomes might get somehow accidentally intertwined. <laughs> like two amorous worms, I don't know. <laughs> and I'm on the tube and I'm getting more and more cross and I just think, is this how we bring up our boys? Do we say to little boys, come on, son, make sure you speak up. Take up all the space. Because as little girls, it's quite the opposite, isn't it? As little girls, we're taught, take up as little space as possible. Don't talk too much. Don't eat too much. Never wear horizontal stripes. <laughs> and I'm on the tube and I'm getting more and more cross and I think, fuck this. No, and I did the same as Barbara and I just pushed my leg back against his. Thank you. <laughs> and I buried my face and then I wrote a poem. I didn't, I'm not that good. <laughs> I just buried my face in my phone, but I could see him out the corner of my eye. I could see him and he's looking down as if to say, she's touching me without my consent. <laughs> And after a moment, he moved his leg out of the way. And I thought, oh, victory. Felt really good. It felt so good, my friends. I did it again. <laughs> This time he wasn't playing. This time he pushed back. I mean, not hard or anything, but now we're just kind of leaning against each other. And, there's this... and when you think of this as a competition, we're now kind of even. And I should have left it there. But I... I put my hand on his knee. <laughs> I, was, I was all ready. I was just, like, I assumed he'd go, oh my God, what the hell are you doing? And I was ready. I was going to go, oh, I'm so sorry, sir. I just thought that, you know, now that we're sharing my personal space, I thought you were my new boyfriend. <laughs> But he didn't. He just let me do it. <laughs> so now it's super awkward. We're sitting there. I've got my face in my phone. He's, I've, he's got his leg against mine. I've got my hand on his thigh. And we're in like this Mexican sit-off situation and the, tra oh, the train stops at the station right this family gets on mum dad kid of about 12 and my new boyfriend he jumps up offers the kid his seat 
right. This kid was more than happy to take the seat. The kid was about 12 or something. More than, more than able to stand. He was rocking the whole preteen look. He had the hoodie. He had the braces. He had huge feet, like centre of gravity. Just fine, thank you very much for standing. But he was more than happy and he sat down. So now my new boyfriend's standing above me. <laughs> and I'm looking at my phone and I am dying to look up. I'm pretending I don't notice something. Don't look up, don't look up. Imagine if it was Anton Dubeck. And I start to look up and I catch the eye of this woman opposite me. And she's looking straight at me and she's smiling. And she mouthed the word, Fantastic. We went one stop, my friends, one stop, and the family got off. So now he's got a dilemma, hasn't he? (laughs) Do I stay standing, or do I sit back down next to a weird touchy lady? (laughs) He stayed standing. (laughs) It was awesome. It was fine. He got a seat. There was another stop, and he got a seat. And I went to get off when it got to my um, seat. And I went to get off the train. I just looked back, and the woman's still looking at me. And she's still smiling. (laughs) And she's just moving her leg across to his. (laughs) Spread it around, ladies. We can take them down. One man spreader at a time. Thank you. Great set. (laughs) But I disagree with the men not wanting to touch each other. I think I've got a picture of my phone. I was sitting on the tube maybe last month or something. I took a sneaky picture because there was these two guys manspreading next to each other and touching their legs really quite intensely. Really? And I thought maybe manspreading is like a sort of homoerotic act oh. the hope that another man sits next to you like oh oh <laughs> oh god it is annoying though isn't it oh, Gattis so Gattis Candice who's in your who's in Alice's sitcom um, he has a funny little video he does all these crazy videos about his crackpot solutions to things although fair play it was a solution he has a solution on men's bread if you want to check it yeah, out check it out he claims it's gravity ladies <laughs> he explained it to us it was very funny <laughs> <laughs> our last act was louis fondini a drag king act performed by lauren carl so we don't have the dancing it's difficult to show it over the podcast <laughs> but uh, lauren you have heard her before when she took over the microphone. Lauren stole the microphone, yeah. She came when she the stole stage. the microphone. Stole, stole the stage, I think, technically. <laughs> so she does um, a YouTube vlog called Just Veganing, where she goes and tries vegan restaurants from all over, mainly London, as that's where she's based, but all over the world, actually. She goes in different parts of England. It's very good. So again, climate change related. Look at this. That is... What? It's such a red thread. In German, we would say Bibifein. A Bibifein. Bibifein. So we have one more live show left of the year. Um, so we'll be back next month with the live show from that and obviously the standard studio talk. And then we have some summer specials for you as well. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. And uh, we are also on TripAdvisor, so you can review the live show there, but not the podcast. Yeah, do both. But yeah, give everyone, we are on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, so you can follow us and share and everything you like. Yay. Thank you so much for listening and hopefully see you in next Laughing Labia podcast or even the live show. So and goodbye from me, Catherine Allen. Have a lovely day. Goodbye from me, Alice. Bye. Bye.